Summer bid goodbye to Martha as a young man and a woman, she assumed was the man's wife, rushed forward to greet the older woman, wrapping her in loving hugs, her heart thumping forcefully in her chest and blinking back tears. Summer quickly turned away from the sight. Would she ever be loved like that? She plucked her fingers at the high-fitting neckline of her heavy wool dress, no match for the western heat, although it was quite a bit drier than she was used to back east. She should have worn her cotton dress today, but it was so wrinkled that she had left it in her trunk, which she supposed the train employee should be unloading just about now. She adjusted her small bonnet and swiped a hand down the length of her skirt. Lifting her chin, she sat down on a highly polished oak bench underneath the windows on the west side of the building to wait for her soon-to-be husband to pick her up from the train station. Would she recognize him? After all, that photograph was so old. Her back straight, her feet together, and her hands folded in her lap. Summer hoped that no one could sense her increasing panic as she continually swept her gaze over the crowd of people in the station, watching for Mr. Kearney. She supposed she should call him Beauregard, but the familiarity of it left her feeling nervous again. Tomorrow morning she would be married by a local justice of the peace, and then she and her new husband would complete the rest of their trip by wagon to Laramie, another fifty miles to the west. She could look forward to at least several days of travel on horseback or wagon, married to a man she didn't know. Well, that wasn't quite right. She and Beauregard had exchanged several letters in the past year, but since mail traveled so slowly, not many more than that. While her letters tended to be longer, his were rather short, sharing little of himself other than the fact that he was a U.S. Marshal in Laramie, that he owned a small ranch outside of town, and that he was a widower. No children. That's about all she knew. Staring idly out the window, Summer watched people coming and going, some leaving the depot with their families, other entering. She watched as a tall man approached the steps of the depot from across the wide dirt street, pulling the cowboy hat off his head and slapping at the dust that had accumulated on his pants. He wore denim waist overalls, scuffed boots, a long sleeve shirt, a leather vest, a kerchief tied around his neck, and, of course, the traditional cowboy hat, which he promptly shoved back on his head while he stared straight ahead. She noticed that people gave him a wide berth as he passed. Perhaps it was the gun he wore low on his hips, or the determined walk that personified a confident man. Then again, perhaps it was the menacing frown he wore, which Summer noticed as he got closer. The rest of his face was wreathed in a shadow from his hat. The sound of a crying child pulled her attention from the man and toward a middle-aged woman holding tightly onto the hand of a five- or six-year-old who was dragging his feet as his obviously frustrated mother tried to pull him along. The little boy literally dug in his heels and came to a complete stop, causing his mother to nearly fall over by his sudden lack of momentum. Summer watched with amusement while the mother tried to coerce the child into movement again. Heavy footsteps from nearby caused Summer to turn from the mother and child and glance up. She barely managed to stifle the startled cry of dismay that nearly escaped her lips. The tall man from outside stood in front of her. Staring down at her, he pulled his hat from his head. Miss Summer Percy? Summer gazed up at the man with wide eyes, trying not to stare at the thick white scar that ran from the corner of his left eye all the way down his cheekbone and along the bottom of his jaw toward his chin. Dark brown eyes riveted to her face, his expression inscrutable. Yes, she said, 
swallowing nervously. The name's Beau. Beauregard Kearney. Your fiancé.